And I have a friend who lives here in America and he was like, ooh, ooh girl, you know what? You should go on Tinder, honey, because um, it's like, it's free in, uh, to move to another country. I said, okay, that's fine. I'm going to America so I can find I can find a guy to pay for my drinks and whatever. So, <laughs> so I moved my location to Atlanta, Georgia, because I was going to Atlanta, Georgia and Miami. And like, ooh, I want to have fun. So this beautiful guy here, What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Queerly Black Show. I'm your host, Ashley, and I'm so happy you came by. The Queerly Black Show aims to normalize the everyday existence of black LGBTQIA individuals through an interview-style series with regular folks like you and me. So every week, a new guest shares their story and unique perspective on their existence as an LGBTQIA individual. Thank you for tuning in, and make sure you subscribe, download, set your reminders to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Quirly Black Show. I'm here with my boys. These are my babies. These are my <laughs> friends in real life, y'all. Like we bring Ooh. bread together. These are my boys, Maurice, Gustavo. Y'all go ahead and introduce yourselves to the people. Hey, y'all. My name is Maurice Tillman. Um, out here in Los Angeles, California. Living the good life. Yeah, no. <laughs> hey, what's up, uh, everybody? I'm Gustavo Da Costa. Hey. <laughs> hey, hey, pretty lady. <laughs> that girl, they're a mess, boy. <laughs> All right, y'all, look, we're going to get into it. So as I do with everybody, we're going to start from the beginning. All right. When did y'all first know y'all like boys? Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I think always since, I don't know, always. <laughs> I don't have like a concrete answer about it. But I, I already knew that was different, like, in a certain point. Uh, because I was like, I feel kind of jealous about this little friend. So I don't know what I feel, but I feel I'm jealous. Like, <laughs> so I don't know. It was, I always felt I was kind of different. Um, but I think it, uh, I just figured that out when I was definitely a teenager and or like, Maybe people saying that I was gay and I was like, damn, damn, I don't know what's that, but you know, but I just found out when I was a teenager, so it was kind of weird. But in the same, at the same time, I was uh, definitely that what uh, I am. Uh, I know I'm not like my brother or my, my other friend. Yeah, yeah. So your friends was getting uh, boyfriends and or girlfriends, and you'll be like. I don't want him to be with nobody. <laughs> I was like, I can pretend, but I'm not that happy. <laughs> you know, that's that's one way to know <laughs> about you, Maurice. Uh, for me, um, I knew I liked boys probably since most vividly the second grade. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like my best, my best friends, like my guy friends. I knew like. There was just a sense that I had, like, even though I had, like, girlfriends since, like, the first grade, first grade through fifth, even though she cheated on me and did all of that and gave me heartbreak early, <laughs> <laughs> that I like boys. Like, is this, is this PG or rated R? What can Say whatever you want to say. Say. Uh, whatever you want to say. Like, I mean, I remember them camp days. Like, 
in second and third grade, like I was real interested in like spelling the draws. <laughs> oh my God, no. Lord have mercy. <laughs> it's true. So I really DM, but then my first like official relationship was when I was in the, uh, the seventh grade. And my first boyfriend was in the fifth grade. So it started early for me. Mm. Yeah. When did y'all, when did y'all come out? Uh, for me, I came out when I was uh, like the beginning, I, or no, the ending of my junior year, and I was in military boarding school. Mm. So that was a real big, that was a really tough thing for me, already being away from home, being at a predominantly white school, um, camped up in a little room, like for me, it was, it was pretty tough, but towards the end of my junior year. Um, for me, it was like when I was 20, 21, I think. It was like a kind of hard situation for me because I definitely had a straight relationship. And some like in a certain point, like coming out of the closet, it was kind of hard. Um, especially like for my, my ex-girl at the time and, and for my parents. But like, you know what, like Black families, they all... Oh, you know, like they, they don't want to talk about it. They know they know about it, but they don't mm-hmm. want to. So they okay, 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 uh, all right. So we won't talk about this anymore. And so they they know, but they feel like mm, we don't should have talked about it. Yeah, just like brush under the rug. Yeah, move on to the next subject. <laughs> yeah. Say okay, let's move, let's uh, move forward, and so yes. Yeah, so then as adults, you guys both have only dated guys? As adults, we've only heavily dated guys. Or have you only dated guys? Oh. (laughs) Exclusively. I mean... As an adult. I had one. (laughs) (laughs) What was her name? (laughs) (laughs) But like, no, but um, to be serious... I uh, like a lot of guys. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Date or kiss? Because there's a difference. Um, <laughs> there's a difference. Date or kiss? However you want to define the experience. <laughs> <laughs> well, meet, meeting people, she's trying to say, so a lot. Yeah, so you only like were uh, interacting or dating, getting to know men. Is it, I cannot account, like. Yes. <laughs> I only, say, only men, yeah. That's what he told me. Mm-hmm. And me, uh, yeah, I dated, yeah. I left them girls alone after after college. After Probably after my second year of college, I was over it. I'm like, you know what, forget this. It's not going to work. Because I was still trying to, like, fit in and all of that. Because I kind of, like, went back into the closet, which got which was weird in college but came out in high school, which really didn't make sense. It was like backwards, but uh, <clears throat> no, nah, I'm, I'm boy crazy. Yeah. So. With, when you, uh, when you went back in the closet, was that um, like due to just like family pressure, just kind of feeling like I don't really want to deal with this. So I'm gonna go back in or was it uh, like more of your own process? I think it was more so my own process. Cause I had already made it pretty clear to my mom and my dad about what it was. I think it was just, it hit a little different when I got into college 
Um, and that was supposed to be the place where you really like found yourself and, and people were supposed to be more accepting, which in reality, they really, I don't know, they really weren't Your to a sense. Your college was boring. Yeah, my but... college was not that boring. <laughs> Nobody was in class. Everybody was in the bar. But <laughs> the teacher was where everybody ever sat at, at the bar. <laughs> we supposed to be. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. No, you're right. My college was pretty boring. Pretty lame. I'm not even going to give them a shout out. Uh, <laughs> Where I went, uh, but yeah, so yeah, strictly, nice. you know, you know the rest. Strictly. I know the rest. <laughs> so, how long have you guys been together? Woo. Um, two years and a month. What? Hey, oh well, technically, yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, two and- years, month. Uh, April 3rd, specifically, 2020, yeah. during the pandemic. During the pandemic, Look. at the beginning. Hello. We started to date during the pandemic. Oh, my God. The very <laughs> beginning. Like, it wasn't even a month into it. No, literally the very beginning. Yes. Um, clearly, I was here, um, still in Los Angeles. Gustavo was all the way in Brazil. And uh, just to set the stage. Yeah. Y'all are in a interracial relation or international relationship were um Gustavo's from Brazil Maurice is from states um LA area and you're from Chicago let me thank you I was definitely about to clear you live in LA I know I know how that I know I know what that's all about um (laughs) but yeah so you guys met in the middle pandemic I remember when Maurice came over and told me that he was dating Gustavo and he was so excited (laughs) so happy so let's go all the way back to the beginning of the relationship and talk about how you guys met oh my god okay okay great you want me to go um I think like well basically we have here the the king of tinder so it was like um I don't know basically we were I think we were bored we were scared that's we gonna were, be the title of this I think you gotta no, speak for I mean, yourself no, I'm saying like we were, <laughs> we were bored. Um, in a pandemic so we were like we don't know everybody was kind of lost and so we we feel lonely uh, like lonely and when he say we he mean I yeah I feel because yeah I, I want to feel all of that uh, well keep going yeah, so um and uh i was like praying for the pandemic just you know like just end like super fast because i was about to come to america like in two months Mm -hmm. and um and i have a friend who lives here in america and he was like "Ooh, ooh, girl you know what you should go on tinder honey because um it's like it's free in, uh to move to another country so I said, okay that's fine i'm going to america so i can find i can find a guy to pay for my drinks and whatever so, <laughs> so i moved my location to atlanta georgia because i was going to atlanta georgia and miami and like oh i want to have fun so this beautiful guy here he was <laughs> here in los angeles but his location was in atlanta too yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> so that's so neither one of y'all was in Atlanta. <laughs> no. No, I put myself in Atlanta because... Um, we know why you put yourself in Atlanta. 
Why not? <laughs> well, yeah, I was getting hits left and right. Bow, 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 bow. I had over like 2,000 matches. You know what? I was doing it. Me too. <laughs> but I had more than you. <clears throat> but I was doing it. Um, can I interrupt? Or yeah, we, oh, okay. Yeah, so we uh, we officially matched on Tinder. Uh, I was about to give up on Tinder. Like, I was completely over it. I got on, got off, got on, got off. Um, but yeah, after we matched, though, and I still got all the conversations, all the shots, everything, okay? Uh, yeah, so uh, I sent a message first, just the, you know, hello goes a long way. And that kind of just, like, went, the conversation just kind of just flowed and went back and forth. Um, that same day, I was just like, hey, do you got, like, WhatsApp? And a lot of people don't know what WhatsApp is. The people that know what WhatsApp is are the ones that travel and go international. But I was on WhatsApp and I said, hey, you got it? And he gave me his WhatsApp. Uh, but then he jumped on and was just like, hey, video chat me. Because I was just going to send a message. And we video chatted for the first time. And literally, there was no struggle. There was no, like, everything was just like, it just flowed. It was real genuine. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> we literally talked every single day like we didn't miss a beat and of course during the pandemic we had a lot more time but we really got to connect with each other emotionally versus physically um yeah. and it just it just literally flowed um we literally did not miss a beat and we got to uh after four months because actually right when he was gonna come two weeks i think a week before he was gonna come the border got shut down so that was a huge disappointment um, that we weren't going to meet for the first time, which actually I think worked in our favor. Um, but four months after, we ended up going to uh, Cancun together for six days. Um, it was very like, I don't know, it was exciting. We were both nervous at the same time, um, but it was like literally like paradise. It was a really beautiful experience. Um, and then you had those thoughts like, if I don't like this person, what if I don't? And if yeah, I don't, I was, I was scared. like, we're going to have to get separate rooms. <laughs> like, what are we going to do? Like, you know, um, but no, it turned out to be like amazing. The beach, the food, our relationship, our chemistry, especially like the physical was just like amazing because we hadn't seen each other in that four months straight. Y'all um, nasty. <laughs> <laughs> and right after the- I, I told him, I said, well, I don't know if you like me or, or, or you don't like me, but you should drink something. You're going to make you like me. There anyway. you go. Right. <laughs> You're going to warm up to me. So wait, so when y'all, so y'all both were, y'all had y'all, both y'all had y'all location in Atlanta. What was that conversation about where you actually were? And did either one of you, I mean, well, this time when you were, your location was in the United States, so you were probably pretty sure that the person was in the States. And then Maurice, when you found out Gustavo was in Brazil, what was that? Well, for, it, wasn't a, I, it wasn't a shock to me, I don't think, because from what I remember, he had his profile, actually had his profile filled out, unlike a bunch of other people. So it, I, I believe it already said, I'm gonna have to go do my homework now. It already said like, from Brazil, um, you know, wanting something serious, this, that, and the other. So I already knew that he wasn't from uh, from the United States. That, okay. um, um, but I was still, I was still interested in like getting to know him and giving him a chance to see what he was really about. Of course, he's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, when I saw it the first time, I was like, damn, you're so cute. He was like, I was like no, I'm not. I said, yes, you are. I was looking like an old man that lived in a cage. <laughs> it was the pandemic. But okay. Yeah. But okay, I'll take it. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah, I went to Cancun. That trip was successful. You, uh, Gustavo, you went back to Brazil after that. Yeah. And then... When did the conversations about moving to the States or when did you tell your families that you were dating somebody that was from another country? Well, actually, uh, I was not that like hopeful. I was like, I don't think he wants something serious. I, I was like, he just want to like have fun or something. So let's see what we can have. Like, so we went to Cancun and have like wonderful days. Um, we had wonderful days in there so when I came back to Brazil um I was like wow it was very nice but I remember like a month apart he he texted me one day he said hey uh you know what just prepare some um place to stay because I'm going to Brazil in a in a month I was like oh he said yes um I'm going there so I want to I want to see your family. I want to meet you, uh, you know, meet your family, your friends. And I was like, wow, I think it's I think it's serious. <laughs> I think it's serious. So I introduced him as my friend. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> my friend, I, my like, little friend, my special I'll, friend. I will put my life in, in risk, honey, just yeah. to guy. Maybe he doesn't like my family. I don't know. So. Introducing as my friend, but my, but everybody knew that it's not that. <laughs> I was talking to you every single day, and they knew I was talking yeah. to you every single day. And uh, so it was. I think he went there in October. Yeah, the end of September. Yeah. So in the, uh, in December, he said, "Oh, I think I should go for Christmas." I said, "Okay, cool. That's nice." And but he said, "I have a surprise for you." I said, "Oh, cool." He said, "I'm going. I'm going to your um to Brazil for my, for your birthday too, because my birthday is in December." So he came to Brazil twice in the same month, like one week apart. I that's was like, "That's dedication!" Oh my God, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. And I was like, "That he's serious." I said, mm-hmm. "I can't believe that." Yeah, and for me, um, I think I. I, uh, the first time I was going to Brazil, which was in October or September, October, um, that's when I, right before that, I, I kind of told my family, my sister, <clears throat> who I was dating. Uh, I told my mom about it. Um, I, I, didn't, I didn't tell my dad right away, but it wasn't because I was hiding anything. I was just letting them know, hey, I'm going to Brazil. But for my mom, I made sure I told her specifically that, yeah, you know, I'm dating somebody. Uh, and of course, that you know made her worry because I was leaving the country, that kind of thing. And for her, it didn't make any sense. <laughs> but she's better now. Um, but yeah, so after what? I think after eight months is when I came and told my family that I was dating somebody from another country. Nice. And then <laughs> what was that um, that process of? Because uh, now, Gustavo, you live here in the states. Um, how difficult was that process of like figuring out, okay, if you're, you, Gustavo, were already coming to the States before, 
so now you're coming now and then like just trying to figure out like how that's gonna work like with you being able to come and like the process of of living here how difficult was that process uh i mean it was we were like dating you know we were in a distance relationship so for us it was kind of tough like being apart and we just decided to you know like move forward but it was very genuine for both of us we were like doesn't make sense for for him like being come and going because back in the that time the the border was closed for me to come so actually i have to quarantine in another country so uh so i'll be able to come to america actually and um so we were like, okay, let's figure that out. Let's find like something that we can do for you to come here. So we went to Costa Rica for 15 days so I could come to America. And this was all because of like COVID, like you, there was like, just like a bunch of restrictions happening yeah. at that time. So it was like, yes. there had there was like all these like barriers to trying to get to, um, I want to preface that because some of that stuff may have changed now, but that was like during COVID, it was extremely difficult yes, to travel yes. from one country to another um, without like quarantining or like having all these like special permissions, if you will. Yeah, right. the, the the ticket flights were su like super cheap, but you cannot go to anywhere, definitely. Um, so yeah, um, we, like, we started playing in December, I think. <clears throat> And so in March, 2021, um, uh, we went to Costa Rica yeah, for 15 days. So it was like a bunch of craziness for me until I <laughs> definitely uh, could come to America because it was like a lot of documentations and everything, but it worked. Um, yeah. so. First, I came to America, it was kind of, oh my God, what am I doing here? I don't know. <laughs> so it was kind of weird. Uh, I, I was feeling like completely lost. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I don't, I don't know if I like it. I don't know if if I made a mistake or something. That, that, was that the first time you had ever been to the States? Yes. At, yeah. at all? Wow. Yes. So it's the first time in the States and... <laughs> wow here, like, <laughs> but yeah. I, I think it came naturally like everything came naturally day by day so I have I uh, I said to myself I told to myself like um, for me being here I have to uh, feel uh, a part of the city part of the of his life of the culture so I have to you know, like we uh, be more acceptable and and take that space for me because if I want to be here, I have to take that space and take you know like and know his family and know everything. So it was very organic, um, but of course it was not that easy. In the beginning, I was crying. I'm gonna be here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I look these or that. I was like, I don't like. <laughs> but now it's like. It's very cool. I like yeah. it. And for people who are in uh, international relationships or <clears throat> relationships like this, what were some of the things that you guys were able to do to w make 
obviously for you, Gustavo, to get more comfortable here? And then like Maurice, what were some of those things that you feel uh, if someone's um, dating somebody from another country, bring them to the States, what are some of those things that they can do to like make that a better or easier like transition? I mean, I think for, for the, the relationship, you have to be honest all the time and communication like is the best thing ever. Um, but I think for, uh, for somebody who's tried to come to America is like, uh, never, never lie about your status or anything. Just be like realistic about it because they know everything about you. <laughs> just, they know everything. Mm -hmm. So try to be, you know, like do everything right. Um, if you have a chance to have a lawyer to make the, uh, the process easier, uh, just make sure you can have your lawyer. Um, yeah, I think he's, I think that's it. How expensive, make... how expensive is it to become a citizen of this country? Uh, I think you can, oh, to come, to, I mean. How expensive is it to become a citizen? For, of this country, from somewhere else. But <laughs> uh, it was like 6,000. I mean, it's more than that because you still have to get your, uh, you just have your permanent residence. Yeah. And now he has to get, yeah. uh, after what two? After two years, years, I have to apply again for uh, for the citizenship. And that I don't so, honestly, we don't know how much that so costs. Yeah. By now, just for your green card, so the process like uh, the they request for the like a medical exam and like all the tests and the government taxes. It was like and the lawyer. It was something around six thousand. Like, yeah, I think like six thousand or more. Um, and then and, still got to go through. Yeah, the, and she said, see, I see you guys in two years. <laughs> <laughs> For more money. <laughs> <laughs> that's really, that's the biggest part of it. Probably 20,000. <laughs> so I got to ask because I, I just have to. And, and because y'all my friends, I got to ask. How, how, have y'all ever, y'all watched that show 90 Day Fiance? heard of it I've, heard, I've seen a few episodes but I've, I've never really was too into it yeah i was watching it during pandemic <laughs> <laughs> does any did you did you find any similarities in like stuff that they were dealing with in your own relationship um i don't i don't think so like maybe during like maybe the process of like the, the documentation process but in the personal lives, I think they... They have very uh, dramatic relationships. It's so yeah. extra. It's so it's it was over very, the top. It was very organic. It was, it was very, very real, like, <clears throat> genuine for us. I was never lying to him. Like, we, we do this stuff right. Of course, yeah. we're not a perfect couple. So we have a lot of differences, uh, like, like uh, cultural, uh, culturally. Like, mm -hmm. we have, like, a lot of differences. So... We can't, you know, argue sometimes, but <laughs> everything's fine. That's normal. Y'all <laughs> found the church. You have a rice cooker. You got. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have everything. Like that's awesome. No, I mean, I, I love y'all. Y'all know that. I love y'all's relationship. Y'all just make <laughs> smile every day. Um. So, two more questions. 
If you had a theme song for your life, what would it be? Can we have separate theme songs? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, for me, I think it would be, um, y'all know Here I Stand by Usher. Mm-hmm. No matter how far I go. Yeah, that's my song. That's my jam. I think that's like a real big thing for us, uh, especially because we really didn't know when we would see each other. Like it got scary. And like there were times where even just with him coming, um, I think he had to go home like three times in like one day just because they said, oh, um, you need proof of purchase for this for this ticket or uh, no, we don't take cash. You need to revert it back to this. It was just like and he needed like a, it was like a vaccine or something in there, like a shot uh, or something. It was yeah. real tough. So and I, I wanted to like fight people. I was like, put me on the phone. And it's like they didn't speak English, so that was tough. And <laughs> it was just like it was real hard. So we really didn't know if this was a guarantee. And in all honesty, he wanted to come sooner, and I was afraid. I'm just like, no, let's just play it safe. Let's just wait longer. Um, but that song, Here I Stand by Usher, um, still stands true today. It's just like, no matter what, no matter how far we are, we're gonna make it work. And I and I, and I I told him that, I gave him my word. We're yeah. gonna make it work. Um, I know it probably ain't like a fun theme song, but it's like a genuine Well, theme. life is serious. For, yeah, life is freaking serious, for mm -hmm. real. Um, and I think that was the dramatics of our relationship of just like, oh my God, I'm not gonna see you. Uh, and I've never felt like that before, so. We were crying all the time, like, oh, God, you're leaving, like, crying. Yeah. You got a song, Gustavo? Um, yes, I think Week, the um, SWV. SWV? Yeah. You know about that. <laughs> I just saw that in the Yeah, that song came out when I was born. Yeah. <laughs> I put a that he liked that song now oh, okay nice and last question so if you had advice for somebody who for you guys specifically someone who's in an international relationship like you were what advice do you have for them um advice that i would give to a couple in an international relationship um I mean, Gustavo kind of said it already. I would just say, just be 100% transparent about what you're thinking, about what you're feeling, because that is like so important. And that goes a long way because then you can take what they said and y'all can have an opportunity to like really break it down and figure out if you're really meant for each other. Um, uh -huh. Just, yeah, just keep it 100 always like yeah. it can be tough sometimes to be honest because you feel like you're going to be judged or they're going to look at you differently but the more transparent you are the more beautiful you are and i've always told him i said i don't want to know this fake person i want to know the real you so yeah i may not like your attitude every day or this or that but i want to see the real you because i want to fall in love with the real you and i want to do this for real so just be 100 percent transparent because it, it really takes you uh, a long way and then you can really identify with that person and see, you know, see who they really are at their core, yeah. um, not to change them, but just to know who they are mm -hmm. and then give them the opportunity to grow. Um, so that for me is the biggest thing. And I have to say this because 
for me, like the biggest thing that I strongly admired about my husband, who's my husband now, yes. is that there was there was definitely growth. Like that was, <laughs> that's all that's always been hard. When you say something, hey, you know, I didn't, I didn't really like that you did that to me or that you said that there's growth in that. I always see the growth. I always see the um, his dedication to like switch it up a little and try it this way or do it this way. But um, yeah, just be 100. What about you? Yeah, I'll, I'll say communication because uh, we are like two individuals and we were apart. So we have to communicate what, what we, how we feel and everything. Like wh what are you doing? Like we have to keep that because we are not together all the time. So sometimes you cannot definitely understand what the other person feels or what the mood of the day, you know, like, so I think communication was very important. Um, so you have to, you know, like to communicate, try to entertain yourself, like do something together, like watch a movie, even the distance, uh, do something that to keep that relationship, to bring that relationship closer because we, we were, so apart but at the same time we felt we were so together still connected we were spending like seven hours on the phone every day that's something we're never <laughs> thank we, god for unlimited wi-fi i know right <laughs> i wouldn't even cancel you <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you, you was very good so i think communication and like be transparent being be genuine about uh what you want and for and for who you are, actually, Act because that is kind of hard, actually, to yeah. find somebody that wants something genuine, first right. of all, and second, be transparent and honest about what you want and like communicate. Yeah. So, if you're really into it, you have to, you know, like do that, or you don't have to. It's just advice. Just <laughs> <laughs> your opinion, right? <laughs> No, that's great though. I think that's amazing. But um, yeah, man, thank y'all. I love y'all. Y'all know that. Um, I love you too. Tell the people where they can find y'all. What's y'all handles on um, socials? Uh, for me, it's uh, for Instagram is at TikTok07. And that is T-I-C-T-O-C-07. And yes, I was the first. I came before Kesha and I came before this little TikTok thing that's going on. <laughs> TikTok 07. <laughs> yeah, my IG uh, is Coke, uh, Coke Gustavo, say uh, um, K O C K Gustavo. That's my name. And they both married. So don't be in ADMs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, don't be in my DM. They're married to each other. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and if you are, I'm just going to tell him. I mean, and he gonna tell me. It, it depends how much money you can offer. So, we can... <laughs> and with that, this is another episode of the Quirly Black Show. I'm your host. I catch y'all on the next one. <laughs>